the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. The Blaze Radio Network. Yesterday, something premiered on Facebook. It is a documentary called The Swamp, and it's a series, and it's going to come out every couple of weeks. Here is just a taste of what The Swamp is all about. I'd heard about people losing their seats on committees as a result of not voting the right way. People think this is politics. Politics is just the superstructure. And I often said, if it were a company, I'd have quit. Unbelievable. You don't need the rest of us. They make every single decision at the top. Peter Pelosi and I had a and the system's not broken. And there are good people here. The system's been poisoned. As soon as you want something, they got you. As soon as you want something, you'd now become part of the swamp. That's the way the game is played around here. The Swamp. The creator and executive producer is uh, Matt Whitworth, and uh, he joins us now. Hi, how you doing, Matt? Yeah, great to be here. Always nice to be out of the swamp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you started working on this, and everyone said you were crazy, um, including the Freedom Caucus. Freedom Caucus leadership as well told uh, the four members that we have that they were crazy to do this show because these guys ended up signing a film participation release where they have no editorial or creative control. So they deserve a lot of credit. They took a huge risk. Um, in allowing us total access to them. We filmed you know, staff meetings in their office. We filmed them running over to the Capitol for votes. We filmed them uh, with their families. You know, um, So you get to see that whole picture. But it took us about six months to get through House Ethics Committee and Office of General Counsel, all of these House agencies uh, that we had to go through for these guys to, to sign this film participation release and to participate in their official capacity so as a who congressman. So who are the ones that participated? So we have Dave Bratt, Tom Garrett from Virginia, Rod Blum from Iowa, and mm. Ken Buck from Colorado. And what did you learn? Oh, it's been fascinating. Um, uh, the first day we were filming with Ken Buck, and I said, you know, tell me just about the legislative process in D.C. And he smirks and he goes, the legislative process in D.C. is leadership writes the bill, they leak it to lobbyists on K Street, the lobbyists leak it to Politico, and then we read about it in Politico. <laughs> Unbelievable, <laughs> and and oh, we're hearing man. this from from everybody. I mean, you know, in the Senate, uh, I'll I'll hear from people in the House and the Senate that both say we we have nothing. It's it's it, there is a dictatorship of four. It's Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, uh, the Turtle, and uh, <laughs> and uh, and Paul Ryan. Yeah, that's what you hear. This is not a, uh, a Democrat bashing show. We actually reached out to Democratic offices in the very beginning because I thought, you know, even though we have policy differences, there's people on the other side of the aisle who want to see some of these sort of structural reforms in D.C. Uh, and none of them were willing to speak on camera because it's, it's much worse on the other side of the aisle if you speak out of line. But that's the big theme that you hear from all of these guys is the top down nature of D.C., how everything comes from the top. And then you really hear about you know, the retaliatory actions where if these guys don't vote the right way, what happens? So, you know, Ken Buck has told stories about people losing committee chairmanships or getting kicked off of committees for not voting the right way. There's been members who uh, during the August recess have had foreign trips canceled the night before they were due to fly out of the country mm -hmm. by leadership for not voting the right way. Yeah, uh, but there's one clip in the trailer where you're or I can't remember which congressman it is, but he's, he's like, I'm a grown man. Like, because they, they come to them and they say, you're going to lose your privileges. You're going to, uh, you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be looked upon kindly if you step out of line. 
And I think a lot of times we forget that these guys are accomplished people in their own right a, a lot of times, sure. especially with the Tea Party sort of movement that came in. It was a lot of people who are already successful at business, you know, economists and, and things of the you know, doctors and things like this who just got into the to the to the, uh, the, the politics game at that point because they believe something was wrong with the country. And then they get beat up by sort of the swamp, as you're talking about, and they get pushed into these areas that it doesn't make them feel comfortable. This hasn't been their entire life hasn't been following. It's been leading. Sure. No, absolutely. I mean, I, I really wasn't sure um, how forthcoming these guys were going to be. And, and remember, the only person I knew before we started this process was Dave Brat. So I was cold calling offices, looking at dozens of interviews, YouTube interviews of these guys, trying to find people who I thought would be um, uh, really candid and forthcoming. The first meeting that we had with Ken Buck, a congressman from Colorado, we went into his office and his staff had briefed him on sort of what we wanted to do for the series. And we sat down and Ken goes, I'm so glad you're doing this. The city is so screwed up. <laughs> so that's when I turned to one of my video guys and I said, I think this is going to work. I think we may have something. <laughs> yeah. um, but these guys, I mean, they, they really did. They took a huge risk. They had no idea, you know, the direction of the series. I mean, we, we gave them. Um, yeah, I'd never know, give you that. Sort of I mean, our, our vision. Yeah, I don't know anybody who, I mean, that that's, I, I, I want to impress upon the audience how risky that is to have a filmmaker come in and say, you know, you don't have anything to say about it and we can film whatever we want and you don't have final say on the edit. There's no way I would give that to you. Sure. Because yeah. you could edit it. If I don't know you, you could edit it any way you wanted and make me look any way you wanted me to look. So these guys are extraordinarily brave. Yeah, they took a huge risk in doing this. And there were members, uh, other Freedom Caucus members who told these guys, you're crazy to do this. And, and Rod Blum, the congressman from Iowa, um, told me one point, um, uh, we were setting up the cameras and getting ready to film. And he said, you know, I view this as if I say something stupid and you guys end up using it, that's on me. That's not on you. He said, but I'm so frustrated with this system. And he goes, if this can play any small part in shining a light on it, he said, I'm willing to take that chance. So what, what do you show us? What, what is the, what's the biggest thing that you think people are going to take away from this and go, holy Cow. I think one of the biggest things is um, it, it's exactly what you talked about. The leadership of both parties are in cahoots with one another. So um, uh, one of these guys told the story um, uh, about if you want to be on the uh, internally, the congressmen rank committees. So if you want to be the chairman of an A committee like financial services, you have to kick up one point two million a year to the party. Oh, my God. So it's not about your, your, your knowledge or your experience. It's about who's the best fundraiser. So Ken Buck told us the story. Oh my God. This apparently started on the Democratic side of the aisle, where in the DCCC, there's a list of all of the members and what they have to kick up and who's behind on kicking up these payments to the party. And apparently, Paul Ryan heard about that and was like, wow, that's a great idea. We should have it on the Republican side. Oh. So now it's on the Republican side as well. And Ken Buck showed us the picture of this list. So you're going to see these guys strategizing behind closed doors. You're going to see, you know, see them having staff meetings, trying to figure out, you know, how are we going to, you know, block this piece of legislation? How can we slow it down? Um, and if we get into things like, you know, if there's a new speaker um, of the House sometime this summer or before the election, you're going to see all of that play out as well. Hmm. Did you go through this and, and see? Because I mean, there's structural problems, and that's kind of what the focus is. It's not about personalities necessarily. It's about the structural problem in Washington. Did you come through it and at the end say, okay, here are here are concrete things that we could do that could actually solve these problems? Yeah. So that's what we're getting into. And actually, that's one of the reasons these guys are so frustrated. Um, Rod Blum from Iowa introduced three, what he called drain the swamp bills this past fall. And, and some of them are simple. One is no first class air travel for members of Congress. Hmm. 
Uh, another is a lifetime lobbying ban. And then the third one is term limits. And uh, he was like, I'm going to submit these bills, but I know they're not going anywhere. You know, so that's how frustrated wow. these guys are. So why is it on Facebook? Why, why, why not Netflix or Amazon? Hey, we went that route. We put together, we filmed with these guys uh, a single day in the fall to, to put together a sample reel to be able to show networks. And we went out and pitched Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and, and probably about a dozen major television networks. And uh, all of them were blown away by the footage. Several of the networks said, you know, we've tried to do similar shows, but we weren't able to get past Ethics Committee or some of these other groups. Uh, so they were impressed that we were able to. But I, I think we sort of hit that uh, insurmountable, you know, political bias of they didn't want to put four House Freedom Caucus members and give them a platform, um, you know, for, for them to sort of, you know, share their stories. We were sitting with an executive at a major network and I was talking about this, you know, unprecedented access that we have. And uh, I mentioned that we have four members of the House Freedom Caucus and he rolls his eyes. And then we showed him the footage and he goes, wow, I wanted to hate these guys, but I can't. So at the time I was really naive and I was like, man, this is great for our chances of selling <laughs> yeah. this show, you know. Uh, but hindsight being 2020, yeah, I don't think there was any way that they were going to put these guys, you know, on television. Next time you do this and you have original stuff, bring it to me. I will. Bring it to me. I will. Because I'll go into those offices with you. Good. Good um, to know. Because, uh, uh, yeah, I'll go in with you. So what you see in episode one uh, is us sort of just introducing these characters, um, you know, and, and setting them up. I think that's uh, sort of a surprising aspect of the show. It's, it's really twofold. It's, you know, what are some of these big issues plaguing D.C.? How are we going to fix it? And then it's also turned into this, you know, sort of Mr. Smith goes to Washington, you know, these character dramas. So all of these guys are in their first and second term. So you get to see, you know, what were their expectations coming into Congress versus, you know, running into this wall of, of basically being quarantined and put in a box by leadership. So mm. you now have these guys. Have you heard and have the Freedom Caucus, have others seen the footage? And what are they saying about it? So we've heard, uh, we've heard sort of mixed things. Uh, there are other members who have really liked the footage that they've seen so far. But we sort of ran into that even before we released the first episode. Um, like I said, there were several Freedom Caucus guys who you know, told our four mm -hmm. members, you're crazy to do this show. Mm -hmm. But we filmed, I think, with Rod Blum walking over to the Capitol. So we have our you know, film mm -hmm. crew surrounding him. And all the other members started peacocking. And they're like, why does Rod Blum get a television crew? And they're coming up and slapping him on the back. <laughs> you know, hey, Rod, what's going on? Um, so that, that's been funny to see as well. Yeah. Um, well, we look forward to it. First one is out, came out yesterday. Um, you can find it at facebook.com slash the swamp. Really, really worth watching. And also congratulations uh, to uh, Dave Bratt, Tom Garrett, Rod Blum, and uh, Ken Buck for having the courage to go on record and say these things. There are a lot of people in Washington that are good, and I think good on both sides. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to find them, but they're, <laughs> they are there that want an end to this, but they, they don't have the balls to do it. And these four men did, and, and, and good job, Matt. Thank you very Congratulations. much. Congratulations, you bet. So you can see it, facebook.com slash the swamp. There's going to be new episodes every uh, couple of weeks, uh, and uh, you can check it out there. Uh, Matt is on Twitter, at Matt, Wa at Matt Whitworth, and then, of course, underscore.
Yes. You have to put the underscore. <laughs> of course, have to. There's some other evil Matt Whitworth out there who stole your name. A guy in British, uh, in Britain, who oh, I've yeah. tried to get it from. <laughs> yes. Glenn Beck. The